0: Well, Christchurch, we're all here. This is the night. Yes, indeed, a most holy night. A most holy night in which we pause with the whole of Christendom to give homage to the birth of a child. A child that, through a miraculous event, recreated the world. On this night we pause with our brothers and sisters in Christ to hear in the lean and simple language of the evangelist Luke, an ageless story, the Christmas story. On this night, this most holy night, you come. We have come to this place for reasons that are known and unknown by you or others, but hopefully to hear this ageless story retold once again in a new way, a way which will refresh, excite, and convict. And there is no doubt about it, this is a holy night, a night in which we have to encounter our faith and belief head on, not in some roundabout way, but in a way that challenges us to our very core. It is on this night that you have come into this familiar place to hear a familiar story in a familiar season. But tonight, I am called to take you on a journey to Bethlehem, a place as we will discover as told by Luke is a place filled with scandal. Ah, uh, yes, whether we admit it or not, many of us like to hear news of a good scandal. For if we didn't, the reality shows would not be so popular. The TV show which bears this name would not have millions of viewers. And truth be told, sometimes someone else's scandal takes us away from our own. Well, church, if you come with me to Bethlehem on tonight, you will witness the scandal of the Christmas story as told by Luke. Yes, I dared to say, dared to say it was a scandal. And as I prayed and I heard from God, I heard that in this moment of this meditation, this time of sharing together, It was a message that came to me for this meditation that would be a message to startle us here in this church tonight, just as the angel's announcement startled the shepherds. See, church, tonight we are to receive a word that is more consequential than sleep in heavenly peace, because Christ the Savior is born. That alone is enough. Yes, I could even dare to meditate on the good news about peace on earth. But tonight Luke Luke continues to challenge us in our thinking. Luke, a gospel that is a social gospel, challenges us to think beyond ourselves. Luke, a gospel of the oppressed and the marginalized Convicts us to see the birth of this child in a new light. Church, I believe the prophet Isaiah got it right. For, the prophet tells us, For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father prince of peace. Yes, this is why we are here this evening. But as we journey to Bethlehem, this story is told through the eyes of Luke. And we begin to see that, yes, the gospel acknowledges the political powers of Augustus Quirinius, and quickly turns away from them. We see that Luke gives a nod in the direction of the religious power as well, giving the high priesthood an honorable mention by naming Ananias and Caiphas in chapter 3, and he turns away from them. The announcement of the birth of the Savior of the world did not go into the palace of Caesar, Augustus, or into the temple of the religious authorities. The word of God did not go to those we consider holy, but it went out to the shepherds living in the fields. The word of God came not to Zechariah in the temple, but to his weird, locust-eating son, John, off in the wilderness. The word of God did not come to the wife of the high priest, but to a poor unmarried, peasant girl, who is now pregnant. I'm saying to you this night that on this holy night, there was a scandal, a scandal in the gospel, a scandal in Bethlehem. The gospel is that the word of the birth of the Messiah, the Savior of the world, did not come to the religious authority or to the church. So hear this startling word tonight. If you really want to experience the newborn Christ, and if we take Luke's account seriously, the last place we should be on Christmas Eve is in the church. How do you like that? Because Jesus is born where people need him most. The scandal of the gospel is that as we sit here on this holy night, thankfully in a warm, fairly well-lit sanctuary with candles burning all around and a beautiful choir singing, Jesus is being born to those in the fields of isolation, to the disenfranchised and the forgotten. As we say our prayers and await the return of this Christ child, he is being born in our own painful places of spiritual wilderness. Some of us may be in that place now. The spiritual wilderness, no fun place to be. Yet the good news of Christ this night is that he comes to bring joy to those who need it most. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory shone around them. The shepherds. When was the last time you saw shepherds in New York City? We who are in the church sometimes look upon the shepherds as outsiders. Outsiders. Did you know that by the time of Jesus, shepherding had become a profession most likely to be filled from the bottom rung of the social ladder? By persons who could not find what was regarded as decent work, who are the shepherds today? I bet if we looked around New York City, we might find some people who look like shepherds. Society stereotypes shepherds as liars degenerates, and thieves. Who are the shepherds today? The testimony of shepherds was not admissible in court, and many towns had ordinances barring shepherds from their city limits. The religious establishment took a particularly dim view of shepherds since the regular exercise of shepherds' duties kept them from observing the Sabbath and rendered them ritually unclean. Yes, the the Pharisees classified shepherds with tax collectors and prostitutes, persons who were sinners by virtue of their vocation. Church, tonight I ask again, who are the shepherds today? See, I have come to believe that God sending angels to shepherds is much bigger than reaching out to outsiders, spend enough time in the field, shunned by decent and religious folk, disappointed by God or overwhelmed by grief, and we stop caring that we are outsiders. We give up trying to get inside religion or even to God. But God does not give up on us. God sends angels to people who have given up on God. The Christmas story is a story that is far from frightening. The Christmas story is a story of scandal because Jesus comes vulnerably, helplessly, as a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Jesus is born like any other baby except he is born on the road and laid in a feeding trough. No magi at this manger scene No gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Not yet, no. Just scandal. This Jesus, who is Emmanuel, is born among the lowly and the poor. There is no angel over the stable because the angels are over in the fields with the shepherds. Church, this is the good news. This is the good news because the gospel on this most holy night not only tells us of something that's scandalous and startling, but tells us what's true. And the truth is that by entering human history in this way, our God identifies with the powerless, the oppressed, the poor, and the homeless. Yes, God tonight is on the side of the oppressed, and That oppression may look differently to so many of us. Spiritually oppressed. Emotionally oppressed. Morally oppressed. Oppression comes in so many forms and so many shapes and so many sizes. And all around the world we find oppression. Yes, tonight. Born in the city of David as a Savior, Christ the Lord. And with his birth, the world was recreated. That's good news. There is a new world order, a world not under Caesar, but under the direction of God's design for the redemption of all peoples. Yes, in this world, there is even a place for the shepherds. Yes, even in this world, we all take time. Pause a moment to remember the scandal that happened in Bethlehem, bringing joy and light and life to all of God's creation, all who might feel oppressed. Therefore, we can sing glory to God in the highest and on earth goodwill toward all humankind.